Welcome to Praying the Psalms. My name is Ann Bradley Thomas. Today we'll be using Psalm 48. The Contemplative Sunday School class picked the Psalms last year as their focus to shape and form us, to speak to our hearts and minds, and to draw us to our Creator God. Reflect for yourself what is your intention for participating today. If you have a candle, light it as a reminder that the presence of the Holy Spirit is with us. Our centering time today will be a meditation on creation from Our Lady of Mount Carmel Roman Catholic Church, followed by an instrumental version of Hymn 625. Get comfortable however that might be for you today. Perhaps raise your arms, stretching for a long in-breath, and exhale slowly as you drop your arms back down. Do this another few times as a way to signal to your heart, body, and brain that the next 20 minutes will be time spent focusing on the present moment. We'll be a pace slower than our normal overstimulated world's pace. The focus will be on the Divine Creator. As distracting thoughts or sensations come up, some find focusing on their breath helps them to drop back into prayer. Let the distractions go and do not give them your attention. Take one more deep breath before the meditation on creation. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Genesis 1.1 Aware of the wonderful gift of light I breathe in. Praising the God who made light, I breathe out. Aware of the wonderful gift of water, I breathe in. Praising the God who made water, I breathe out. Seeing the wonders of the heavens, I breathe in. Praising the God who made the heavens, I breathe out. Seeing the beauty of the earth, I breathe in. Praising the God who made the dry land, I breathe out. Grateful for the flowers and fruits and all kinds of plants, I breathe in. Praising the God who made the seed, I breathe out. Grateful for the sun and the moon and the sky above, I breathe in. Praising the God who gave light upon the earth, I breathe out. Amazed at the swimming of the fish and flight of the birds, I breathe in. Praising the God who filled the sky and sea with life, I breathe out. Amazed at the animals and insects in the trees, on and under the ground, I breathe in. Praising the God who created them all according to their kind, I breathe out. Remembering that humans are made in the image of God, I breathe in. Praising the God who shared the joy of life with us, I breathe out. Remembering that God saw everything he had made and he called it very good, I breathe in. Praising the God who rested and blessed his creation, I breathe out.
Before the first reading, we will open with a prayer of confession from last Sunday's service. Loving God, you are always speaking, giving us instructions, directing our attention, and telling us of your love. We confess that sometimes we're not very good listeners. We aren't sure what is your voice and what is ours and what is just noise. We're easily distracted. We like our own ways, but even when we're too busy, you still call. We admit that we find you difficult to hear, and we ask for your help. Open our minds and hearts, turn our ears to your voice. Help us to listen to what you have to say, and help us to follow wherever you lead. Amen. J. David Plain, in his book, The Psalms, Songs of Tragedy, Hope, and Justice, talks about Psalm 48 in his chapter titled, Who Puts an End to Wars? Plains note, Psalm 48 is characterized as a psalm of Zion. He explains that in a world shredded by war and violence, the city of God became the symbol and the reality of the possibility of peace. When the poet calls worshipers to look at the walls of Zion, the psalmist is saying, quite frankly, look at our weapon systems. The Zion psalms are not only about personal hope, but also a vision of social transformation. The Psalms ask us to critically reflect on the realities of security and see that without God there can be no lasting peace or stability. The hymns of Zion help the community to discover that the God in the city, not the king in the palace, is who brings well-being and peace to the world outside Zion's walls. Perhaps in the silence after a reading from the NRSV, reflect on the meaning of the words we use in prayer, words like refuge, security stability, peace, justice. Reflect on how you are being called to be a reflection of God's view of these words in our family, in the community of Idlewild, and the larger Memphis community. Psalm 48, The Glory and Strength of Zion. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised in the city of our God. His holy mountain, beautiful in elevation, is a joy of all the earth. Mount Zion in the far north, the city of the great king. Within its citadels, God has shown himself a sure defense. When the kings assembled, they came on together. As soon as they saw it, they were astounded. They were in panic. They took to flight. Trembling took hold of them there, pains as of a woman in labor. As when the east wind shatters the ships of Tarish, we have heard, so we have seen in the city of the Lord of hosts, in the city of our God, which God established forever. We ponder your steadfast love, O God, in the midst of your temple. Your name, O Lord, like your praise, reaches to the ends of the earth. Your right hand is filled with victory. Let Mount Zion be glad. Let the towns of Judah rejoice because of your judgments. Walk about Zion. Go all around it. Count its towers. Consider well its ramparts. Go through its citadels that you may tell the next generation that this is God, our God forever and ever. He will be our guide forever.
We will now hear Nan Merrill's contemplative interpretation of the psalm, which is meant to be a companion to the Hebrew. And the silence afterwards perhaps do as the opening prayer directs. Open your mind and your heart. Turn your ears to God's voice. Listen to what you, O God, the Spirit of Truth, has to say, and help me to follow wherever you lead. Psalm 48 Great is the Beloved, and greatly to be praised in the abode of the Most High. The holy mountain beautiful and elevation is the joy of all the earth. Clear as a crystal within its pearly gates, within a stronghold of open hearts, the Beloved's voice can be heard. For lo, the inner fears assembled, they came forth together, not running away, not projecting them onto others. They trace them to the source, rooting them out as weeds from a rose garden. Thus they do not trust in the riches of the world, but in you, God, the treasure hidden within the heart. Others are arrogant in their ignorance, proud of their own counsel. Like sheep led to slaughter, their fears compel them to walk in the darkness, guiding them onto unholy paths into webs of intrigue, where despair and destruction make their home. Yet even so, God, the Spirit of truth abides within, veiled by bulwarks of pain. Be not afraid to discover God, the treasure within, to seek the gold hidden in the garden of your heart. For insomuch as you root out each fear, will truth and peace and joy become your riches. You will live in the realm of God's love, becoming a light, a beneficial presence in the world. Future generations will be blessed. The bounds of ignorance broken forever. O oh God, the Spirit of truth, you are our strength and our guiding light. Lead us, O oh love, to the eternal treasure, the heart of all hearts. N.T. Wright, in his book, The Case for the Psalms, talks about Psalm 48 in his chapter titled, Where God Dwells. He says that again and again the Psalms celebrate, in almost embarrassingly vivid language, the belief that the Creator of the universe has, for some reason best known to him, decided to take up residence on a small hill in the Judean uplands. Yet the Zion traditions in the Psalms are not to be pushed aside. The psalm not only insists that we are called to live at the intersection of God's space and our space, of heaven and earth, to be, in other words, temple people. They call us to live at the intersection of sacred space, the temple and the holy land that surrounds it, 
in the rest of the human space, the world where idolatry and injustice still rake their misery. Perhaps in the silence after the reading from the NRSV, rest in the intersection of God's sacred space and ponder His steadfast love. Psalm 48, The Glory and Strength of Zion Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God, His holy mountain, beautiful and elevation is the joy of all the earth, Mount Zion in the far north, the city of the great king, within its citadels, God has shown himself a sure defense. When the kings assembled, they came on together. As soon as they saw it, they were astounded. They were in panic. They took to flight. Trembling took hold of them, pains as a woman in labor. As when an east wind shatters the ships of Tarish, as we have heard, so we have seen in the city of the Lord of hosts, in the city of our God, which God established forever. We ponder your steadfast love, O God, in the midst of your temple. Your name, O God, like your praise, reaches to the ends of the earth. Your right hand is filled with victory. Let Mount Zion be glad. Let the towers of Judah rejoice because of your judgments. Walk about Zion. Go all around it. Count its towers. Consider well its ramparts. Go through its citadels, that you may tell the next generation that this is God, our God, forever and ever. He will be our God forever. The poem, which is Psalm 48, was written more than 2,500 years ago and is still inspiring others to tell of God's greatness. While there's not a hymn devoted entirely to Psalm 48, there are two listed for verse 1 of the psalm, which starts with the proclamation, Great is the Lord. The commentary under hymn 625 says this retelling of the salvation story began in Swedish, was translated into German, then into Russian, before reaching its English form. As you listen to Kay Lawrence from First Presbyterian Church in Parsons, Kansas, sing the hymn, Rest in the presence of our great Lord, whose love is not bound by time or the human capacity to describe it or sing it.
Before the closing prayer, which incorporates the affirmation of faith and doxology from last Sunday's service, say your own prayer of thanksgiving for this time. Dear Great Lord, Christians today are called to discipleship. Life shared with Christ and shaped by Christ is your undeserving gift to each of us. Thank you that I am forgiven by you, God, and supported by brothers and sisters. May the members of Idlewild strive to become more faithful and effective in our daily practice of Christian life. May our families, our neighbors, our city see your love reflected in our love and in our living. May our lives be lived singing praise God from whom all blessings flow, Praise Christ, all creatures here below. Alleluia, alleluia. Praise Holy Spirit evermore. Praise Triune God, whom we adore. Alleluia, 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 
Alleluia. Amen.